the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Jen is the conservative crusader. Brian is our lovable liberal. Welcome to The Answer. Thanks for joining us. It is Monday here on The Morning Answer. Take a deep breath, guys. We're going to get through it. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, legal challenges mounting. They will be presented by Team Trump this week. President Trump also saying he's going to do rallies to present some of his evidence to the American people. And they will include the president reading the obituaries of some of the people who voted for Joe Biden. He will be. All right, so it's so great. Lock her up. Right, it's fantastic. It's so great to be here rallying after defeat. It's fantastic. You're great people. I want to say that I have here the obituaries from the San Diego Union Tribune. It's so bad, okay? (laughs) Maureen Lechner, 84, leaves behind three grandchildren, two children, and she was a seamstress. (laughs) It's so bad, and they they had a vote, like a dead seamstress. Well, I think it's important. Bruce Kennett is 75. He leaves behind his partner of 50 years. It's funny how- And he owned a hardware store. All dead people are Democrats. Isn't that weird? It's weird how that happens. I have to hear, because he's a great showman, the president. Oh, yeah. And it's called a line read in the business. I have to hear his read- of the obituaries well, in a in a ra- well, hold on. Rest your a, pretty little head, Whitman. In a rally scenario. Yeah. The the orator is now going to read obituaries. Uh, typically in a rally, you make it like that. Oh, yeah. But if someone's died, you kind of want to be done here. Right. So where exactly will he be? Well, I can tell when you. I when he reads the, the obituary, he's going to sound like... Maureen Lechner was a seamstress and she voted and she's dead. That's Come it. Man. There you do, go. He'll do that. He'll do it that way. Now, the gravelly. The media, read. yes, he will do it that way. I believe it. And that's happening this week. So rallies starting, lawsuits <laughs> starting, evidence being presented. That's I happening. Say, I will say he's a, a confident man. That's at a confident the same time. Well, because, hello, he's made these kinds of, of statements before. People have laughed at him, said that he's full of it, that he's making things up. And then every single time he has proved right. But so I have a little bit. Give I have him a little the space bit, here. Well, let's just give him the teen, space. I have a teeny bit of onstage comedy performance of experience no one ever in the history of it has read obituaries on stage to a live audience i'm see yeah, how I it don't goes if anybody think can andy do kaufman it, ever did it i'm interested to president see. trump can do it all right in the it, kind of going on at the same time the media called the election for joe biden on saturday he is a president-elect if you watch any of the mainstream news media sources and uh, he is supposed to get together with governors to initiate Nationwide mask mandates. Here's my constitution that I carry with me. Let me just kiss it goodbye because this is totally unconstitutional. Sorry, kids. You can ask people to wear a mask, but you cannot legally make them do it. You can't do it. Challenge me. Come at me, bro. I'll give you all kinds of resources here. See how everyone's being a little bit. Oh, it's fun. Come on. I know it is. Uh, (laughs) All right. And so there's also a coronavirus task force that's been created by the. 
incoming. You have perhaps, you won't uh, can I, Biden administration. You don't say president elect Biden, do you? No, I don't. Because I he will be and I will call him that and I will call him president if it is proven that he's won. But I do think that there are some questions that need to be answered first. Okay. George W. Bush, the former president mm-hmm. who's a Republican, put out a statement. He referred to Joseph Robinette Biden. Hey, is that my male name? It's a weird one. Robinette. <laughs> Makes me sound soft. It's like a raisinette. Why? If George W. Bush, who is as Republican as they get. and oh, knows give that, me a break. He's not as Republican as they he get. He actually is. His whole family's oh, father was also George Bush, another Republican president who ran the Republican H. National was, Committee. He was more Republican than George okay, W. Bush. Fine, and right. this is from someone who worked the campaign for George W. Bush. I like him. I but he is that. not the most conservative president that okay, we've had. Certainly. That, n- neither is Donald Trump. Um, so, actually, with his output, okay. he's one of the most. My point about George W. Bush is the statement that came out from Laura and I in Texas <laughs> over the weekend. He used the phrase President-elect Biden. He That's referred right. to him, and him. He said he called and, and the vice president-elect Kamala Harris. He's, if George W. Bush, who, he by the way— for Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. So what do you want just, me to say? Can I, I mean, just please. ask you? Can yeah. I just ask you? Go ahead. And Jennifer and I are going to offer to people listening who are having a tough time with this election some therapeutics, actually, in a yes. short while. I'm having George, a great time, so don't worry about it. I that. am too, by the way. George W. Bush knows a thing or two about post-election vote-counting skirmishes. We yes, he does. That. Mm-hmm. He also knows a thing or two about being a Republican. also knows a thing or two about being the president of the United States. If he's calling Joe Biden president-elect, why, with all due respect, because you know more about media and all of this than he knows about that, but why don't you call him president-elect? Why don't I? Because when he is, in my mind, when well, the, here's the thing. When And what will make it, in my mind, is when the votes have been certified. The votes are not certified right now. Once the votes are certified, then I will call him president-elect, if he is still the president-elect at that time. I just want the, the space to give assurance to people, the transparency, that this wasn't another you-know-what job that we've been seeing from Democrats for the last four years. There has been— Bang-up job? A con- another bang-up job? <laughs> a continuous— Attempt job. to a remove, job, like a, right? It's yeah. like a hammer and a, you know. Yeah. So. Oh. Right. So if that. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what? What? No. So if it proves that it, if there is some hijinks and shenanigans, going I just want look. I just want to know. I will call President Biden, President Biden, if he is president, because that's what I do, and I will not be miserable for four years. Unlike a lot of people on the left who apparently were super miserable, they were, and I think that's sad because you tell just you wasted four years it. of your ridiculous life. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> for some of us, it's true. Thank you for. I feel like she's talking about me as we listen. <laughs> I can tell you what I did during the, when the Trump years got a little early on, like about. You recovered two years in. Thank you, Jennifer. You did, and I I acknowledge it, and I admire it about you. (laughs) You said, I'll watch this like a TV show, and good for you. Good on you. Actually, very It took you two years to get there, and there were some hot ones. There were some hot fights in this studio. We love each other. We always remind people. But that's when I had to get out the frying pan, because sometimes you'd get a little out of hand. Whammo. And I used to have to keep you in line. And let me tell you. That as much as I will support whatever the ultimate decision is, right? If you get out of line, oh, and get, I just and get want a, you to know what I have been. Look no. at my purse right uh, over there. No, look Jen, at my the, purse the, 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 on the camera. The, the, you know no, what'll happen? By, the, the, I just want to remind you. Here's the former vice president. I just want to remind you that if you get out of line, oh. that's it. Now you were saying about President-elect what? President-elect Hoover <laughs> is going. All right. Uh, Little update, falling out between conservatives and Fox News. People very disappointed about Fox News handling this election, calling Arizona before the polls were even closed. Good morning, Arizona. Joe Biden. Who <laughs> am here. I? Here, let me hit you on the other side to even you. Why am I here? Oh. 
that should make you feel better. You good? You're back, right? You're like, oh, yeah, I just said you have to hit one on each side, otherwise, you get all out of whack. It could be one too many. But they always say third time's a charm, and not that I'm inviting a sound effect, but give it to them anyway. Oh, you know what? If you're the people asking, need it, they want it. Are you it, begging for it? I want it. So, as I was saying, so Fox News calls Arizona. That ticks a lot of people off. Then on Saturday, after before the votes are even counted or certified, Fox News says that Joe Biden is president-elect. Now, they're arguing that that was their decision desk and that they are well within their right to do it. Conservatives Gosh. are a little upset. Then you put the cherry on top of this Sunday, and it's Judge Janine's program on Saturday. And guess what? They no. suspended her because she was going to talk about some of these instances of voter fraud. What are you people afraid of? If nothing happened, then just show us your stuff. Wait, Come Judge Janine Pirro, a friend of This Morning Answer yes. broadcast, who she was basically held in contempt by Fox News management. Sources close to the network say Tell that because good. she made a very staunch defense of President Trump and wanted to expose voter fraud that took place in the election, Fox News decided not to air her show. Mm. It extended its coverage instead of a uh, Joe Biden's accepted speech, acceptance speech, and the sources said that they don't know whether or not the network is even going to keep the show on the air, but she was suspended at least for the weekend. Whoa, Judge Janine on the in, in, being held in contempt. Are you concerned about the volatility of your investments? As an investor with traditional investments, including Iris, I'm concerned about the stock market, especially now, and how printing so much money out of thin air will affect the value of the dollar. I heard my friend Seb Gorka talk about Midas Gold Group, and I know owning precious metals adds safety and stability to savings and investment portfolios. So I finally spoke to Midas Gold Group for myself, and I am so glad I did and that I can share it with you because there were no pushy salesmen. That's a big deal for me. They're knowledgeable professionals, know everyone's needs are different, and they treat each person accordingly. I encourage you to meet with my friends at Midas Gold Group for yourself. Call to schedule an appointment. Do it before January, by the way, and ask for their free IRA guide on how to use your IRA to own physical gold and do it tax-free. Call 805-601-6000. 805-601-6000. I get my gold from Midas Gold Group. I believe you should, too. Call 805-601-6000. All right, it's time. Couples therapy is in full session. If you need to get something off your chest about the last week and all of the stuff going on with this election, no matter what side of the aisle you're on or who you voted for, call us right now. 855-785-8255. 855-785-8255. We're calling it couples therapy, not because the couples are, you're calling as a person. The right. treatment is given by a couple. But That's we're Jennifer and me. We're a couple, we're a couple. of something. So you have a couple of therapists for you. That's couples therapy. Election therapy done by couples. 855-785-8255. As your Monday Morning Answer continues. News and talk you can trust. The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us on your Monday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. And so, Brian, we talk on the breaks because we love each other and we giggle and laugh. And We talk on the show, too. We do. Because <laughs> it would be pretty bad if we didn't speak to each other. On the it actually probably technically would, be worse if we didn't talk to each other. It would kind of sound like this, which is not really a great Some way to bring people Some people are saying they in. should run with that. Some <laughs> people are going to. So we're chatting a bit, and I said, you know, 
everybody's kind of souped up. Democrats, Republicans, like everybody's just, I said, Brian, maybe we should just do therapy. And Brian's like, couples therapy because we're a couple. And so this idea has been hatched and born. Usually the patients are couples and the traditional term couples therapy is usually not like a couple. It was very clever because we are a couple of therapists here. We're a couple too, really. We invite you from whatever walk of life you're in, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, maybe you voted for Kanye West and you're super bummed today. I don't, whatever it is. Be Kanye West. (laughs) Or Kim Kardashian, one or the other. (laughs) Right. Sure, no problem. We're asking, we tell you just to call us. Tell us what's on your mind. We're going to help you out. We're going to all get through this together. We promise. 855-785-8255. Let's start things off, should we? Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, because the doctors are here. Dr. Horn is going to lead in the sessions here, and, and we just ask you to be honest in therapy. Right. The most important thing, and it's difficult, and, and I know And use a fake name, you know, like if you want anonymity, Actually, like know, in a 12-stepper program, uh, like go uh, for it. Yeah, but you have to sort of give your real name to be honest. Okay, fine. Jim, okay. Los Angeles. <laughs> Hi, Jim. Well, you're our first patient. Welcome right. to Dr. Whitman and Dr. Horn's office. Hi. Hello, doctor. How are you doing? Oh, excellent. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry it. for the wait in the waiting room, sir, but it was just yes. very busy after the election with the Did you make your time. co-payment, Jim? <laughs> All right. What's on your mind? My, uh, the, the Democrats talk about healing and divide. They are mm. the ones who created mm. all the divides with their sleeves the past four years. That's mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, all we're asking is do a legal recount and see who won. Right. What's the big deal? Jim, yeah, you are so say... justified in those feelings. You are so Jim. absolutely right. Uh, Jim, uh, you've said important words. You said <laughs> healing, which speaks to a desire to, to make whole. And you also used the term... Jim, which is your fake name that you've given us. But I do want you to know that if you feel as if healing is necessary, one must first look inward. Do you have difficulty extracting joy from things that used to bring you joy, Jim? <laughs> Jim's like, no, I just want to I give tell, him time. I, I tell you, I will, I will never heal if I know that the Democrats stole Never. This yeah. Election, and we didn't find out the truth. And you know, let me validate your opinion, Jim. Thank you for the phone call. That's how it's done. This is a couples therapy done by Dr. Whitman, Dr. Horn. You think we treated him well? I yes. mean, in terms of cl- clinically? We're helping you get over some of this election frustration. 855 785 8255. So, what he said about healing, here's, here's what I hear. I heard Joe Biden on Saturday say that he wants to unify the nation. Well, that guy was talking, you heard Joe Biden? No, but I'm just oh, I'm uh, saying yeah. that's what I heard, right? He sure, wants to yeah. unify. Yeah. yeah. The problem that I'm having is that over the last several days, I've heard people, including Sonny Hoyston, Jimmy Kimmel, um, gosh, we heard from Michelle Obama over the weekend, totally disappointing, former first lady, says that people who voted for Trump are racist. Um, That to me is not unifying and or healing because it makes me feel like I'm not welcome in your umbrella. So if we want to be pumping a unifying message, which I think is like unifying as long as you agree with us, which is typical of the left because they like to homogenize thought, um, maybe don't call people names that didn't vote for you. That's uh, sort of not how it works. Yeah, I agree. Don't call names. Don't marginalize people who disagree. Don't vilify them. It's so bad. I think President now, Trump, actually, I'm going to say it here, and you're probably going to fly out of your chair, Dr. Um, Whitman. But Dr. <laughs> Horn thinks that President Trump, in his first few weeks of the presidency, did more to welcome in people and talk about you know, building American pride, basically. And yeah. he Having never, never treated the patient, I can't comment <laughs> on the patient. <laughs> Ray <laughs> in Riverside. You're next on Couples Therapy, Dre. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, I'm calling... Doctors, I should say. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Please. Um, I'm calling because of the interracial tension 
that has been going on here. At, uh, it's rough. Between Jennifer and I, I've never seen more tension between two women. Dre, what kind of – when you say it's a hot racial climate, Dr. Horn, and I speak about myself in the third person, would like to know specifically what you mean. Are you seeing, like, name-calling? Like, what are you feeling exactly? What's hot? What's hot? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a lot of that. It's a lot – I mean, for instance, you know, I'm a black independent. Mm -hmm. And being a black independent, people look at you a certain way. They first automatically assume that you're a Democrat. Right. Um, Just off the top. And they think you're a traitor if you didn't vote for a Democrat, right? Exactly. Think you're trade if you don't. I get it as a woman too, Dre. I get it as a woman. How is a woman? Could you vote for that man? Doctor, please. This is the patient. The doctor is the doctor. The patient requires our attention. Uh, 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 Dre, seriously, you know, it's uh, the. Do you feel as it? Well, uh, yeah, I'll ask because I don't know how you feel. Do you feel as if the the election did anything but unify? Well, the the, the, the process. Go ahead, sir. I think the divide is so tough that right now it's causing more strife. For instance, you know, being a black man and, and having my mom or my wife or somebody go out and they get harassed. And then, you know, because I do believe that black lives matter. And I wear a mask or a hat that says it. And I'm not saying because I honestly do not support the organization, but I support the movement in the sense because we have to bring attention to it. Right. But they get harassed if they do something of that particular nature where they look at me because, you know, I'm 6'3", 230 pounds, pretty fit. They look the other way very quickly. Dre, mm-hmm. you know what I can tell you? Like and I hope that you'll do it. And we're losing your signal a little bit. The phone is, is breaking up a little bit. But, Dre, I hope that you just stick to your heart because there are so many people that are going to try to categorize you through your whole life. Stick to your heart. I don't think that this climate is going to change at all, by the way. I think that the climate is going to be the climate for the next four years. I think, unfortunately, that's just where we are. And people are going to play identity politics. And it's unfortunate. But you got to stick to your heart. Do you feel – that's an interesting – you know, you know. And Brian tell and people and have the conversation well, because if you don't tell people what your perspective is and you don't sell yourself as a person who's giving it, people are just going to make assumptions, and that's unfortunate. Ask, very quickly, does stick to your heart mean be combative? Because there's no doubt that former – the late President Reagan stuck to his heart and the late Speaker of the House, Tip O'Neill, stuck to his heart. Right. On policy and issues, yet they were not combative. I don't think it's they combative went and at had, all. And had evening, uh, e- many evenings socially together. Being combative, I think, is actually a waste of time. I believe we need to have real conversations with each other because when people trust you, they trust your opinion. And so I just hope he goes out there and talks and sticks to his heart and doesn't let people marginalize you. I mean, there's a lot of people who want to play identity politics. Don't fall for it. Neil, North Hollywood, uh, your uh, your appointment is in session. Doctor yes. Whitman, Doctor Horn uh, here. The Hi, Neil. Are here. Go right ahead, Neil. Hi. How are you? Thank you. Um, question for Brian. Brian, lately all that I heard leading up to the election, you know, in Donald Trump's rallies is how many people are getting the coronavirus, you know, people are getting the coronavirus. Even one news outlet said even, like, I don't know how they substantiated that several hundred people got the coronavirus from a Donald Trump rally. Yet now that Joe Biden, if he's actually won the election, we don't know yet. Now we don't hear anything at his rallies. There's thousands of people on the streets and gathering around. Not a well. peep. About coronavirus. That's not, not one true. Word about actually, coronavirus. actually, it's not true. The the this morning today, and I understand people are uh, getting up and coming along with the morning answer just today. In fact, uh, Joe Biden put together uh, a coronavirus task force, announced some of the initial appointees. And by the way, uh, to the caller's point, just this weekend, in the midst of 
presidential election being called with a projected winner, there was a story that coronavirus cases soaring up over 100,000 in terms of in terms of the recording for the day. And it is a record. So this is a very real uh, and the headline, no end in sight. So it's still being talked. about. Neil, I thank you for the phone call. I think what you're probably getting at is the fact that there were celebrations in the street with champagne and not a mask in sight. Similarly, when uh, we saw a lot of the protests happening uh, around George Floyd and Black Lives Matter during the summer, are we wearing the masks? Are we not? What are we sticking to consistency, I guess, would be the question. As we continue, we'll give you an update on some of the California congressional races, plus a big slam from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as your Monday Morning Answer continues. Waging the battle against fake news every morning. This is the Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us on your Monday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. And a rally over the weekend. We're going to see President Trump doing some rallies this week to uh, present his evidence of what he thinks is uh, enough voter fraud. To the rallies in a courtroom, obviously, right? If you're going to present evidence, you do that in a courtroom, not a rally. Both of those things, actually. It's going to be a rally and uh, court cases that will be filed today and throughout the week because there's a timeline here. The election results in every state, it's different as to what date their election results have to be certified. So in some states like Michigan, their date is coming up in the next couple of weeks. So the Trump campaign is rushing to uh, present their evidence, put it together, file the lawsuits and get the process going in the right direction. But there was a rally in Beverly Hills this week. Every single Saturday, a group of Trump supporters get together and the numbers have been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, they've been rallying for the president to win they should the concentrate, election. May I say their rallies on Saturday should be held on Tuesdays, actually the first Tuesday after the first Monday of November <laughs> well, of a presidential funny? election year. That would be the day, guys, just from the cheap seats to rally, not Saturday. Well, at they Lord did that, Taylor too. It, there was actually a story in the L.A. Times this week about um, – President Trump expanding his support in Beverly Hills. They're calling it the rare spot of red in blue L.A. County. So as much as, yes, there was rally, there were rallies going on every weekend in Beverly Hills. Apparently, that has also become sort of a little spot of red in, I think, L.A. County, which is all entirely blue oh, except yeah. for that spot. So that's right. kind of interesting. And it's within the city of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. May I ask a larger question about some of what, uh, if I may, as your friend? Yes, I was just going to tell you. There was another rally this Saturday oh, yes. supporting the president, supporting yes. his uh, his path to move forward with some of these lawsuits. And it was called an unlawful assembly by LAPD. My, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, me. Oh, I know. Here's my thing that I'm thinking. I just want to put it out there to you. We all put know it out his- there. You sound like the cowardly lion. I want to put him up. <laughs> put him up. <laughs> I have something for you. In the- <laughs> I want to put it out there. <laughs> every time we've had a presidential election, which I checked the calendar, it's every four years. You yes, know they it do is. that. Mm-hmm. We do it here in this country. After the election in America, now something always happens. One person uh, has uh, you know victory, and another person gives what is called by. It is called a concession speech mm-hmm. where they concede and they say, you know, I'm a leader. Yes, of course, uh, we have uh, we're conceding here. And it's kind of like my life where everybody else around you is telling you something's true. And you're it's and you're the only one. Now they're all wrong. <laughs> Question. Yeah. A rally after defeat rather than concession seems to be. Well, it's not. It is. 
a very unique and unprecedented in this year of 2020 reaction. Now, you're looking very well, serious. Well, no, well, Who, the concession comes after defeat. Hair, but... Rally doesn't come after defeat. Okay. Is that true or am I wrong about that? You're wrong, as usual. Okay, fine. I was just asking. The rallies did come after that, and there hasn't necessarily been a defeat. Look, the media, you've said it yourself. I've said it. We've all said it because it's true. The media does not call an election. Certified votes do. And so until those election results are certified, and in many states, by the way, they are still counting. It is the media that called this election on Saturday. Once everything is certified, then the president will either concede or he will he will give his acceptance speech, depending on what the results are. So as far as my... the rallies go in yes. Beverly Hills, yes. those rallies were in support of the president challenging some of these elect- election results, which I am telling you, half of the country feels like there is something going on that is suspect. And so those people are representing that crowd. The rallies the president will be holding will be to help boost public opinion, to show people pub- publicly the evidence that his lawyers are going to be taking into the courtroom. Because just because the lawyers are going to be taking it into the courts doesn't mean the news media will cover it. And so the president does what he does best, and that is speaking directly to the American people, and he does it through his rallying. Uh, Thank you for answering, because a rally, R-A-L-L-Y, used to be a great place for burgers. Forget that. And you used to get a free burger every time the Kings won. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. A rally it is a noun. Often. You were starving many a time. But, Amen. Know. A rally is a noun. It's an event, but it's also a verb. Correct. So I ask, what is be, what are we rallying? If folks are going, what are you rallying for? Are you rallying for? Are you talking about the Beverly Hills crowd or the president? No, I'm talking about these scheduled rallies that you say for President Trump. By the way, I appreciate, express, do what you want. I'm just asking. What is being rallied for? And I, I ask, are you rallying for votes to be found that will be credited to the president? Are you rallying for some votes to not be counted? Are you rallying for President Trump to be well and to continue to lead on issues that matter? Are you rallying for? I can answer. It's a, it's, I can give you the answer right now. The president will be using those rallies to speak to the people because here's the problem. What are they the- rallying for? He's using the rallies kind of like he used to use Twitter, right, to talk to the American people directly. So these events that will be held will be set up so that the president can show the American people what evidence he has and what his legal teams are presenting. I'll tell you again, and you may or may not believe this, but it is true. And that is that many people in this country have lost faith in the news media. In fact, you were just saying that you lost faith in the news media. I have lost faith a long time ago. Lost faith in one particular network. I got upset by one network over the Week. Well, I'll tell you later. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now that conservatives yes, are really upset with Fox News. They don't trust MSNBC. They don't trust CNN. And so having President Trump bypass Twitter's stupid censoring that is so see-through and transparent, he's bypassing that so he won't be able to use social media because they've been all over his case saying that his information is false when it has not been. So he's bypassing that. He's bypassing the media, and he's going to go straight to the American people, and he's going to say, look, this is what Pam Bondi, this is what Rudy Giuliani, this is what my legal team are presenting in courts because your news media, and this is so sad that it has to happen like this, but your news media may not actually be telling you what I'm presenting. So here it is. So he'll be rallying, if I may, now he'll be rallying for folks to understand that a decision has not been reached in terms of the leadership of our government. I think understanding the is, challenge. I mean, that is what you yeah, really he's gonna did be, say. I mean, he's going to be he's going to be showing 
his challenge and he's going to be showing his cards. And you know what? I celebrate the transparency because guess what? Then people like me will know exactly what his legal team has, what they've seen, what they're what they're looking for, what irregularities and okay. fraudulent cases are out there. And so I think it's important because we can argue all day long. I can say things are fraudulent. You can say things aren't. And we haven't seen any of the evidence. This is a president's opportunity to show the country what he has and uh, what he is going to be presenting in court so that people can make up their own mind. And look, celebrate I- it because people in Pennsylvania wouldn't allow the transparency of the Trump team to come in and watch them count votes. At least this president is showing you very openly, this is what I have and this is what I'm going to be presenting. Yeah. And, uh, and, and just uh, for clarity, I didn't say that that things aren't fraudulent. What I did say, which I re- uh, fraud needs to be shown and there are no and I'm not an expert. I don't run elections in California or any other state. Newsflash on that. But 50 secretaries of state across the country do. And none of the 50 have come forward or have announced or said there is evidence of widespread systemic consequential to the result of the election because there's always some voter right. fraud. We all know this. We've talked about it for years. None of them are saying it. And I think that matters. The question is, can we trust it? Because I can tell you at least one of those people that you're citing in Pennsylvania said that there's no way President Trump would win in his state. And it happened a couple of weeks before the election. So there is a lot of reason to check, check and double check. And by the way, that does not harm our democracy, our republic. It strengthens it. As we continue, what did you do on election night google is telling us what everybody did in this country as your monday morning answer continues why can't conservatives and liberals just get along they can welcome to the morning answer with brian whitman and jennifer horn thanks for joining us on your monday morning answer brian whitman jennifer horn and the question as posed to all of you is what did almost all americans do on election night Maybe it's what, what they did, didn't do. Yeah, but is the the question is what did almost all American people do on election night? Mm-hmm. It's a besides cry hysterically and well, cry. not all did that, you know. <laughs> no, but no, not all. Uh, all all were breathing if they're living. Yes, all, all were breathing. And oh, it, the people not breathing, they all voted Democrat. Uh-huh, well, that's right. They live in Chicago and they <laughs> and they're very happy there. They had a great Tuesday and they uh-huh. uh, okay. Everybody uh everybody Joe most, number one with dead people, by the way. I mean, really yeah, they love it. Hey, 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 hey. I got the corn pop the coalition. Ghost, the ghost of corn pop. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume I know it's not everybody. I'd like to think everybody consumes some of the results of the way the Elections were going and the votes were being counted, et cetera. So sleeplessness was the oh, theme, a common side effect to what played out on election night. According to a survey, get this, Americans lost 138,833,045 hours of sleep. That's cumulatively. On Sounds the like evening- the 80s for me. <laughs> How much sleep was lost? 130. And enough about me. On the evening of November 3rd. So Aura is the reporting agency on this. They say that they aggregated all of the amounts of time that people actually lost sleep, and then they broke it out amongst every American citizen, and they found that the average citizen lost out on about 25 minutes of sleep on election evening. Now, heart rate... Also was a problem. Before, I just put P.S. to the sleep. They mm-hmm. also extrapolated that 17,998,180,411 sheep were also counted. <laughs> there you go. 
Very funny. The heart monitors that people wear, apparently Big Brother spying on you, and they took that information and said that the average resting heart rate of wearers of those bands increased by 1.4 beats per minute as Americans watched the voting results. It was a totally AFib Tuesday. Yeah, a little bit of anxiety happening on election night. Then if you go over to uh, Google, Google said that their most popular online search was what? Can you guess? Um, On election night. Yeah, um, how to adjust my reality in this? How to how to uh, take the edge off my reality? Fries, <laughs> fries? fries, fries near me. Fries, fries near me. So people were looking for French fries, and liquor store near me were at all time highs in Google search. <laughs> also, psychiatrist right down the corner was very big in That's the search right. engine. French fries, really? Now I don't know why. If I may, Jennifer. Yeah. With some patriotic feel and in an ideal world the national anthem behind me but i don't want to put any pressure on anyone in this don't worry, per- i don't think I don't even <laughs> or anything that is anything like that as we listening in the other room in this great union of ours <laughs> why does it take unprecedented divide and why does it take unprecedented tension between the participants of this the greatest democracy in human history to desire era french fries For me, the effort, the pursuit of fries continues. Regardless of the result of the election, the dream goes on. The cause still lives, and the hope for fries will never die. Some see the world as it is and ask why. Era I wonder fries and why fries are not here, and Era asks why not. (laughs) So people looking for fries in liquor stores, and the top food searches... Pizza near me, Chinese food near me, and China, China, see, see China. They're into everything. The China, they wanted. I mean, if you wanted egg rolls on the night of the election, they all want to be with China. China gave me a virus, and they did, and uh, they gave all of us that virus oh. here on the morning answer. All right, Maggie oh, in Huntington Beach. It's actually true. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Hi. Hi, Maggie. Hello. You're on. It's us. It's Brian and Jen. You were talking about China, and then you switched to me. <laughs> well, it's because it's a conversation in real time. Right. You know, we go from, like, the Maggie. I love it. Thank you, dear. So tell yeah. us, what's going on? How was election day for you? Are you recovering? Are you okay? Is everybody all right? I am great because I always have a positive attitude. Love you. But I do have a story to tell. Okay. My parents, I'm very blessed to have both of my parents still living. It's wonderful. My mom is 78. My dad is 81. Okay, and good for them. Love it. When my 81-year-old father went to the polls to vote, he was told that he had already voted. Interesting. And I just have to ask. I mean, he's 81. That, Excuse he had me. Had he? I have to ask. It's a fair question. He is 81. Had he already voted? It's a point of information. No. Okay. No, he had not already voted. All right, voted. I just asked. He was shocked. And I guess because, you know, nobody has to give their ID, so anybody can walk in and say, I'm this person. And take their vote and vote wow. for them. And as long so as they what did have you their do? Best. So what did you do for I, your parents? My theory is that my theory is that people over eighty, somebody got a list and said these people aren't likely to make it to the polls. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go down and get all my friends to 
say they're that person. See, I don't don't disagree with you, Maggie, and this is why, and I thank you for the phone call. I'm sorry that happened to your parents. And make sure you report that. Uh, The Election Integrity Project California, Google them. You can fill out an incident report because they'll investigate all that, and they can do more than we can do. So Election Integrity Project California. Linda Payne is the president. She does a great job. But here's the thing. Yeah. Whether or not election results are flipped – The fact that this country very well will continue down this path of going to a universal mail-in format, we need to make sure we get this right. We can do better with how this whole election cycle played out. The fact that we were counting ballots for days, the fact that our systems were not equipped to handle all of the mail-in and early voting. These are things that I, I don't care who you're voting for or how the votes come out and how they play out in the end. These are things we need to address right now because no doubt this same system is going to be rolled over in two years and another two years and another two years. And it's going to be about who plays the game best in how our elections are determined instead of letting everybody have access to their legal vote. My honest reaction is I is obviously I agree with what you're saying, but I think in reality, all of us count me among them. We all feel I must say this the right way for years. During the Trump administration, there was a a doubt about the election cast, and maybe because we thought the result was okay, we called the concerns a hoax. Hear me out. And maybe now, because the results are different, we're finding concerns and presenting them to people. And I think the motivator has to be pure. Well, I think that's very valid for some people. I'm telling you my motivation and from where I'm coming from is about the greater good and it's about the sanctity of our process because I have seen it in California and I do not want California to California the nation. It's it's not good. It's if you want to go to a system like universal mail in That's fine. But you have to have a secretary of state who is actually willing to make a concerted effort to clean up your voter rolls. You cannot have a secretary of state like we do in Alex Padilla who refuses time after time, bipartisan asks to clean up our voter rolls. And he won't do it because he wants to leave this air. All of these ballots floating around out there. It's not good because guess what? It may be benefiting Republicans one day, may benefit Democrats the next, but it shouldn't be about who plays the system better. It should be about protecting our vote. And we'll follow all of these efforts today. The Trump team making some important uh, uh, arguments. And we, of course, will cover it here. And a little breaking news for you. Ben Carson also testing positive for coronavirus. Thank you for joining us today. It's nine o'clock.